So hey there, guys. Welcome back to Accelerated Real Estate Investor with Josh Cantwell. I have a fantastic, fantastic interview for you today. Today, I'm interviewing my friend Pancham Gupta. Pancham is the host and founder of the Gold Collar Investor Podcast. He's a professional real estate fund manager and also the co-founder of Mesos Capital, which owns and controls over $125 million in assets, 100% in apartments. He earned his master's degree from Carnegie Mellon University. He's passionate about teaching personal finance to people, especially helping investors understand the alternatives to the stock market. He is an immigrant from India, has a fantastic story. And in today's podcast, we're going to talk about number one, how to structure your real estate syndications using two different asset classes, two different classes for passive investors. Number two, we're going to talk about his specific criteria to pick markets to invest in, both as an active and passive investor, and what six markets he is actively investing in and why. And he has one specific criteria I think that you're really, really going to love. Number three, we're going to talk about why the top five brokers in any market control that market and how to negotiate and network with those top five brokers. We're also going to talk about number six, when he immigrated to the US from India, why he had to wait eight years to begin investing in the United States. We're also going to talk about number five, why he hired a personal mentor and coach to quit his high paying job in the fintech world in New York City. You're going to love the story about why he hired a mentor to quit his job, which is fantastic. And number six, we're actually going to talk about some of the things that he did to hack some extra time so that he could learn about apartments, learn about personal finance, gain back some more of his time in order to level up his education in the apartment space, in the commercial investing space, when all of us realize we have very little extra time. So you're going to love this interview on the Accelerated Real Estate Investor Podcast with Pancham Gupta. Here we go. Welcome to the Accelerated Investor Podcast with Josh Cantwell. If you're looking to retire early with forever passive income, you're in the right place. This podcast is the go-to destination for real estate investors, both active and passive, and multifamily apartment investors, both new, intermediate, and advanced. Now, sit back, listen, learn, and accelerate your business, your life, and your investing with the Accelerated Investor Podcast. So, hey, Pancham, listen, so excited to have you on the show today. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Josh, for having me. We are on the East Coast. It's noontime. I love to chat apartments. Absolutely. Love to chat apartments. So, Pancham, you have $125 million in assets. I could tell kind of getting ready for the show. You're like, I love to talk about apartments. I'm so excited to talk about apartments. You're a professional real estate fund manager, the co-founder of Mesos Capital, I'm interested to just hear like what, what's going on in your world today. What are you working on right now that you're excited about? And what gets you going? What gets you up in the morning and gets you started? Sure. So 
I'll talk about the mechanics first. Right now, we have about $100 million worth of transaction going on. We have three deals that we are buying. We have two deals that we are selling, and we're doing one of our biggest deals, about $65 million. Just accepted LOI on that last week. So very, very excited about that. So that's what's going on. What gets me up every day, it's really making sure we add value to all parts of the business, whether it's investors, whether it's tenants who making great, you know, giving them home and or whether it's our, our employees, our property management company and our employees who who are working with us every day, making sure that their life is impacted in a positive way every day. Love it. Love it. You got your master's degree from Carnegie Mellon. That's interesting. I actually, I toured that college at university when I was looking at schools. Obviously, uh, a tremendous amount of horsepower, smart business people come out of that place. But everyone starts from somewhere, right? So I'll be interested to hear more about that and where you got going. But let's talk a little bit about your money-making strategy for a minute. So Pancham, help us understand when you structure an apartment deal, what's your typical structure look like? What kind of deals are you looking for? Sure. So when you talk about structure, you mean how we do a GPLP split, what we offer investors, that's what you're talking about? Yeah, so we are uh, structured. We have a PREF model. So we do, we have two classes within our PREF. We have class A and class B. A is we give out 9% preferred return with no upside. And class B is 7% preferred return with an upside. And we do 70 30 split at the back end, 70 for the investors and 30 for, for our company if we, you know, on the profit. So that's uh, more or less what we are doing as far as structuring goes. And then on the, value-add side, we are focused in six markets and we have certain criteria on what kind of apartments and what kind of markets we are in. But main strategy for us is really value-add and buying these deals and adding value to them, increasing their NOI, then either sell it or cash or refinance and return part of the capital or all of the capital to the investors. Love it. And you mentioned six markets. Um, Help us understand... How did you pick those markets? What did you like about those markets? You don't have to tell us the exact markets if you're not comfortable, but you know, if some people have that secret sauce, like, this is my favorite market. <laughs> no, there's not, nothing secret here. Yeah, no, no, but just help us understand what criteria did you use to select those markets? Why did they make sense for you? Absolutely. So the markets, there's no secret here. We have uh, North Carolina, three markets there, Charlotte, Raleigh, and Wilmington, MSA. In Florida, we are focused in Jacksonville. And then we have Columbia and Charleston in South Carolina. So the why we pick these markets, right? There is really a lot of metrics that we look at, but at a very high level, we have overall job growth and overall population growth in these areas. If there is a job diversity within these cities, we look at that. We see what areas, are, you know, where are millennials moving to? Where are builders developing, right? And we look at data from airlines. Where are the airlines creating the most segments to for their flights? Are they adding any segments to any certain number of cities, right? We look at U-Haul and United Van Line data statistics, which comes out every year in January, where which cities took the most one-way rentals when they last year, in the year before, uh, when they were doing moving, you know, then renting these trucks out, right? So data like that, we look at, and after that, we find out 
within those markets, the sub-market will look at what kind of area median income that particular sub-market has, right? How much is the median household, the house value within that one to two mile radius of the property or the sub-market that we are looking at. So all of that, goes into our, at a very high level, our market picking. And then we also add one more criteria, which is very personal to us, is that we want to be on the flight in the morning and be there by nine. If we cannot meet that, we won't go to the market. Uh, So that cuts off, I'm in New York, that cuts off all of the West Coast, the areas, even the great markets like Dallas and all that. We we don't go there just because we can't be on site at 9 a.m. for first meeting. Yeah. Love it. That's some of the best. And you did that in such a short amount of time. Some of the best quick hitting, hard hitting market selection criteria that I've heard in a while. And I appreciate you sharing that. Pension, where are you located that you are flying in and want to get there before nine? I'm just curious where you're flying out of and where's your home, home office? So I'm flying out of JFK or LaGuardia in New York City. And uh, one of the most used airports. But yeah, we we are pretty much in all of the... There are flights. There's very good frequency and that we can be at the site at 9 or 9.30. Love it. The reason why I asked too is obviously you're, you're not living in all the markets that you mentioned, right? You mentioned six markets in North Carolina, two in South Carolina, one in Florida. And so help us understand from a, a property touring selection, review process, and then physically touring the building and then management. Obviously, there's a number of different times in the process of buying an apartment that you need to go on site, right? You get the offering memorandum from a broker, possibly write the LOI without even seeing it, but you've got to eventually see it. So help us understand how do you, what are some of your gold nuggets, if you will, for management and underwriting virtually from New York into those markets? Sure. So that's a very broad question. And let me break it down the answer. So we have certain filters, you know, criteria on the asset that we're looking at within these markets. We have certain sub-markets that we're looking at. And then within those sub-markets, the asset we're looking at, we have a very detailed checklist of that. So I'll go over some of those criteria real quick that, for example, we're looking at only 100 plus unit apartment buildings. They They have to be built after 1985. They have to have pitch roofs. They cannot be flat roofs. They have to have HVAC system, no chiller system on them. There should be no cast iron pipes. They have to be PVC, no aluminum wiring. So all that stuff, right? So we have that list and we put that list on top of that filter on top of all the deals that we are getting from all these brokers who control top five brokers pretty much control any market for multifamily uh, these days and so we we are on all of their list and we get them and we filter that out and once the things that come through that filter then we have our you know we find out how much they're asking and we have an underwriting team. They they get the data. We have our Dropbox kind of a place where all these memorandums go. We stack them up. We just for the archiving purposes to really see where these are going. And then we have our online tools like Yardi Matrix, CoStar, all that. We take the data from that. Our underwriter goes and underwrite these deals to our metrics that we just discussed. Like they they have to underwrite to 7% cash and cash and all those things. Let's say those things meet, the criteria meets. And if we really like the 
property, we would then uh, schedule a tour at that point. Before we used to do this, that we would schedule a tour only after submitting the LOI, but now we have reversed it. We go and visit our uh, property. First, our acquisition manager goes to these properties. So we tell him to go visit. He usually goes and secret shops it. And then if the report is good and he goes to all the comms and he creates a report, if the report is good, then we fly out. Actually, we go out and check it out and you know talk to the broker, meet him on site and all that. And then after everything checks out, we participate in the letter of intent, the best and final and all that. CFO call for offers date and and then uh, you know if you win the deal then you know the entire process of acquisition starts at that point and all during this time we obviously talk to our insurance guy get a firm insurance quote we talk to our tax guy to get a firm every jurisdiction is different every county is different they have their own tax laws on how whether it's point of sale whether it's not point of sale and all that so we figure that out and then we also talk to our lender so by the time we tour it we have pretty much done everything when it comes to underwriting, talking to our debt guy, talking to our insurance, talking to our tax guy. And there is literally nothing at that point which we do not know other than what's on site. So we just go and and check that out. And once we check that out and everything checks out, we we basically bid we are in the bidding process. Right. Got it. Are you ready to automate and explode your real estate investing? We're searching for extremely motivated individuals who are sick and tired of wasting time and want to finally see real results from their real estate investing business. We're searching for investors looking to get to the next level and become a bigger, better version of themselves while being a more successful real estate investing entrepreneur. Apply for mentoring and coaching at joshcantwellcoaching.com forward slash podcast. That's joshcantwellcoaching.com forward slash podcast. Yeah, so so much of that underwriting is done up front virtually. And I think that's part of the point here. That can all be done, you know, using Yardi, using the Yardi matrix, using CoStar, using comps, using obviously the offering memorandum, checking what kind of comps that the broker's given us in the OM and doing a lot of that due diligence up front, right? And exactly. A little bit different because Pancham in my model really is apples and oranges compared to yours, which is kind of an interesting discussion in that we're buying close to home, right? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I like to buy in my market. I've got assets all over the place, Houston and Dallas and Oklahoma and Atlanta, but we're focused really on Cleveland because Cleveland's a very good cash flowing market. There's not all the appreciation. There's not all the job growth. There's not all the population growth that you've mentioned. But Cleveland, from an opposite perspective, again, comparing apples and oranges, has a lot of older apartment stock that has not been significantly upgraded. And our model, because we're local and because we own the construction company, we can actually go into a building that might be 50 years old, do a significant value add with these apartments, maybe are a lot of Brown, boring, laminate countertops, brown, boring, <laughs> laminate floors, old brown carpet, old, boring cabinets, because Cleveland's a Rust Belt town, Rust Belt area. Same with Columbus, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, these Rust Belt types of, types of towns, and force the appreciation through a significant value-add play, right? Versus what you said, which I love, is the fact that you, you're like, we don't buy anything that's older than 1985. So you're buying stuff that's... 25 years old or newer, 
I'm sorry, 35 years. God, I'm getting old. 35 years old or newer, right? That doesn't have some of that older stuff that you mentioned. Like in Cleveland, almost every building I buy is going to have old cast iron pipes, right? We're dealing with that all the time. Talking about no chiller, a lot of our buildings have boilers and chillers, right? Yeah. That's goes. But that's the diversification opportunity, right? There's different types of operators, different types of risk profiles that passive investors can jump into. Patchum's playing more of that, look, population growth, job migration, those kind of things is going to force the value over time. And that's smart. Our is more of a construction play to force the value of the building to be better and look better than all of the other buildings in town. That's a smart play, but really completely apples and oranges models. And I think that's the cool thing about this discussion. So I appreciate that. Pancho, let's go back for a minute to talk about your start. You graduated from Carnegie Mellon. You're like, hey, I've got a master's degree, smart school, a lot of intelligent people go there. But what was it about apartments? What was it about multifamily that really intrigued you? And what were some of your early challenges? What were some things that maybe you stumbled on getting into the business? Sure. So let me back up a real quick on that one. So I actually was born and brought up in India. And in 2003, I came to US directly to Carnegie Mellon to get my master's. And the idea at the time was that I will get my master's, get some years of work experience and go back to India and start something on my own. And in 2009, I actually literally, me and my wife, we sold everything except the bed in our apartment to go back to India, actually. And we find out that we are expecting our first kid at the time. And we are like, okay, you know what? It's hard to move even houses, forget countries to, you know, in this situation. So let's, why don't we, once the baby is born, we'll, we'll decide after that. In 2011, we decided we're calling this country our home and we're going to stay here forever. And that's when I started investing in this uh, country and read a purple book by Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and the cash flow quadrant really was the one that really flipped my mind. I was working in New York City in a great career in finance, fintech career. And uh, I started buying properties uh, slowly. I bought two properties locally before we bought our own home. And then I bought properties, slowly scaled it up to five different states. These were small properties, single family homes. Uh, I actually see on your website before the podcast, you're from Middleburg Heights or your office is in Middleburg Heights, Ohio. I actually had a property in Middleburg Heights. Nice. I had a property in Cleveland, a couple of locations, Cayuga County. And, and uh, so I had these properties. I had these pro property managers managing this. And, you know, I started really loving this business so much, even though it started as investing for me. And uh, I decided I want to make it full-time job. I was going to my son's you know, soccer games and listening to podcasts all the time. And people were thinking, oh, with this guy is a dork with this big headphones on and not talking to us and you know all that. So really you know, wanted to scale the business up and uh, it was getting very hard with the scaling into these five different states and smaller properties. So syndication was the way to go. And I started learning about that business and I actually hired a mentor, a couple of mentors and got into the business. And we did our very first syndication in 2017, where we actually raised capital. Uh, we've done some deals before that, but really where we actually raised capital and registered with SEC, did all that stuff. That was 2017. And then I quit my job and I'm doing this full-time now. Love so. it. Any regrets about quitting the job? 
Yeah, there is only one, which is that I should have done it sooner. <laughs> right. Good for you, man. I love the smile on your face. If you're listening to this podcast audio only, Pantum's got a big, beautiful smile. You could tell he's happy about his decisions. That's fantastic stuff. So Pantum, coming for a circle then, after that amazing immigrant type of story and coming to school and having a regular job, quitting the job to be a full-time real estate entrepreneur, what kind of advice would you give our audience that you learned along with your journey? What advice would you give your younger self or maybe the advice that you'll pass along to your kids about what you learned? Because a lot of people, even that are born in the US with so many advantages, are afraid to jump in. They're afraid to make the plunge. Here, you came in from a totally different country, maybe not even knowing the language, lots of challenges, had to sell everything you owned. All you had was your bed. Your wife is newly pregnant. Lots of amazing opportunities, but challenges too. And here you have a $125 million portfolio. There's obviously some things that you would maybe do differently or things that you would do faster. What kind of advice would you give based on your experience? That's such a great question, Josh. The way you asked that question, actually, no one actually have asked me that. And this, you're so right that, you know, there are so many challenges when you come into this country where you totally different culture, you're dropped into this thing and you have to figure everything out from scratch, from where to buy groceries and how to talk and the culture, the fit and all that is very different. And imagine then on top of all the challenges that you're mentioning, I came here from India and India actually has this uh, H-1B uh, visa thing with, with US. So I cannot even do off any of my own business until I have my green card. And I actually got my green card in 2011. That's when I started investing here. So before 2011, I actually couldn't even start a business in this country, let alone uh, thinking about it. So there were a lot, a lot of challenges. And now going back to your question that what advice? So my advice is that it's all about what you really, what's your why, right? That if your why is strong enough, you're going to figure out a way. And yes, there are issues and challenges with everyone. I had that too. Like my family, when I was quitting my job, which was a very high paying job, I call it golden handcuffs in New York City. And my parents, my wife, everyone was against it. Everyone started saying that, what if it doesn't work? And I always said, what if does right so uh, the question is it's the positive mindset and how do you get that you have to surround yourself with positivity you have to listen to people who talk about the mindset you, everything is between the ears that you have to work on and for that you know i actually even hired a mindset coach to help me quit my job because it was really hard for me after being around this uh, environment to quit my job so i would say that my biggest advice would be that if you want to do something and your why is strong enough, just focus on that one thing and do everything in your power to learn about that. Spend all of your free time in just focusing on that one thing that you want to do. My commute was three hours total, one and a half hours each way. I was on the train every day for one and a half hours. I would listen to podcasts, read books. I would not even waste a single minute without like of my free time. I was just educating myself. So I would say educate yourself, go after that one thing and 
things will start happening. It's like this, you're driving on a foggy road and you know you don't see, if you're driving from New York to California and the road is foggy, you won't see all the road. You would at least see 10 feet ahead of you. And when you move that 10 feet forward, you will see the next 10 feet. So that's what will happen. In my newest real estate investing book, The Flip System, you'll learn the proven secrets and strategies that I've used to be a successful real estate investor. You'll also hear the story of my journey from quitting my job to doing over 2,000 units of apartments. The Flip System is now available for a limited time, and you can grab your free copy at getflipsystem.com slash podcast. You'll learn the same proven principles and secrets and investing strategies that I used to quit my job and pursue a life of financial freedom. In this book, I'm sharing exactly how I was able to personally close over 750 profitable real estate deals, make over 400 private lender loans, raise over $30 million, and acquire over 2,000 units of cash-flowing apartments. Get my newest book now for free at getflipsystem.com slash podcast. That's getflipsystem.com slash podcast. Yeah, love it. Wow, that's a fantastic piece of advice. Love the analogy. Thank you for that. And man, just so awesome meeting you. I'm so excited to be doing this. You're a breath of fresh air, my friend. This is really fun. So Pancho, let's finish up with our final five, right? Are you ready for these? I'm ready. Five. Quick answers. Number one, Pancho, what's your favorite way to find deals? Through brokers right now. Got it. What's your favorite way to fill your capital stack with investors and uh, private equity, just the whole stack? So private equity and the senior debt with Fannie Freddie agency loan. And th- those are the two things. So high net worth individuals and agency debt. Got it. Pancho, what do you think is your favorite piece of advice that you've ever been given? I know the least favorite piece of advice that you've ever been given, which was stay with your job. I know you did. Typing job. <laughs> so which one do you think you like the most? Which one do you think you subscribe to? I would subscribe to the fact that go after your passion. A lot of people in this world, there are more failures because of fear than people actually attempting and failing. So just yeah. go after it. Pancho, what do you think is... For you, I think for every entrepreneur, there's is a think is that are building, especially someone like you leaving a fintech job, a highly paid New York City, and this huge commute, young family. Your life today has to be totally different than it was just a few five years ago. Like everything about it, no more commute. Family's probably gotten bigger. You're flying to these amazing cities to look at buildings. You have a team that you've built. You've invested $125 million portfolio. So many things have changed. You have to have spent a lot of time thinking about this change. And I don't think enough people, Pancham, think, 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 like, where am I going to go next? What's working? What's not working? So what's your favorite way now to decompress and think about the future? That's a great question. Three things. Number one, I actually go out in the morning, either on a run or, or a walk or a bike ride. That's one way. Second, I do meditation. I do the savers routine, which we can go into if you want. But basically, there's part of it, which is meditation, which keeps me grounded. And I have this grateful 
exercise that I do every morning, what I'm three things I'm grateful for. I journal that, that helps me decompress. And then finally, third thing is the special breathing exercises I do to really decompress, calm my body. I was, we had this buyer's interview call with the $65 million deal on the line. Before that, I would just do this deep breathing exercises just to make sure I am calm grounded so that's what helps me really think and thinking is the most difficult part i tell you that that's the most important part yeah i just spent before this interview about three hours with my team looking at pnls right through the end of august and man it was three hours of thinking right it was just me and my buddy glenn and my buddy and partner tyler and then our cfo roberto and just thinking through thousands of units what's working what's not where are our expenses too high, too low, all these indicators. And a little bit of it is, you know, it's brain damage. It really is just like, God, it's mind numbing. Like literally I feel my mind going numb. But at the same time, like I feel now that we're done with it, I feel so much better. Like it's just the, the art of thinking, what are we doing? How are we doing it? What's working? What's not? Most people just in the rat race of just go, 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 go to make money or go, go, go to pay the bills. It's crazy. People don't take the time to think. So I appreciate your your advice on those three things. Last question, Pancham, is everybody has mentors, leaders, people they look up to. You mentioned a couple of them. You actually mentioned almost a mentor that helped you quit your job. That's the first time I actually ever heard that. So <laughs> who do you mindset. the mentor, right? Or the leader that you've looked up to that's had the biggest impact on your life? Yeah, I would say the same guy who really helped me get off my own head. It's a funny story there. If you have time, I can quick two, two minutes, or maybe 30 seconds. So the day I decide to hire this guy, see, I'm working this full-time job. My, I have a great, you know, my, my parents are against it. My wife's against it. And I'm also having a hard time because even though I want to quit, I couldn't because, you know, all of that. And I was also thinking the same thing, that it's really helping job. So... Second-guessing yourself. Yeah, you start second-guessing yourself. And you know what? I decide that I want to hire this coach, right? And to help me quit, like help me get out of my own head. So I go to my wife that day and say, you know what? I'm going to hire a mindset coach to help me quit my job. She's like, to do what? I'm like, to help me quit my job. She's like, then just go quit the job. Why you have to pay someone to help you not to make money, right? Why don't you just go and quit? Why do you have to hire someone? I'm like, you know, dude, it, I wish it was that simple. You're the number. You, you, and she supports me. She, everyone supports me. You know, like they're just helping. They're scared. You know, they care for me so much that they don't want me to get hurt. So anyway, so that's the guy. That's a long-winded answer to your question that helped me quit my job. That's the guy is Trevor McGregor. If you just Google him, you'll you'll find him. But I hired him to help me quit, get out of my own head. Yeah, I love it. I love the fact that your wife said, why are you paying him to make less money? <laughs> yeah, to not make money at all, you know? like. <laughs> oh, that is fabulous. That's awesome stuff. Pancha, listen, this has been a super fun interview. Thanks so much for jumping on. Where can our audience learn more about you, about your investment opportunities, about yourself, and just engage with you? Sure. I have a podcast, the Gold Collar Investor Podcast. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook. They can find me there. But if they want my uh, top six reasons to diversify outside of Wall Street, they can go to the goldcollarinvestor.com forward slash download. They will find those reasons and also the alternatives. And we talk about 
a lot more than multifamily as part of that report. So that, and then, yeah, we have our website, mesoscapital.com. That's our investing, multifamily investing company. So, you know, anyone is free to check that out. Awesome stuff. Panchip, listen, at an absolute blast today. Love some of your new perspectives. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Josh. Well, listen, guys, as you can probably tell, I had an absolute blast getting to know Pancham and his story immigrating from India, his commentary from his wife about hiring a coach and spending money on a coach to actually make no money after quitting his job. I thought that was absolutely fabulous. And so if you enjoyed this interview, don't forget to visit his website, thegoldcollarinvestor.com. And also don't forget, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, Go into iTunes, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, and make sure you subscribe. Don't forget, leave a rating and a review, but make sure you subscribe because you don't want to miss episodes like this. You don't want to miss the insight, the content, the value, the little nuggets that Pancham shared. You don't want to miss this stuff, especially on the next episode that's coming out. You're absolutely going to love it. So thank you guys so much for joining me today. And I look forward to our next podcast next time. Take care. Hey, Josh here. And do you want to win a free Accelerated Investor t-shirt? All you have to do is give Accelerated Investor, our podcast, Accelerated Investor, a rating and a review on iTunes. Okay? Do that now. Then send us a screenshot on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. What we're going to do then is every week we're going to pick our favorite rating and review and we're going to send that person a free t-shirt and maybe again some other cool fun stuff as well from Accelerated Investors. So again, don't forget to take a screenshot, leave a rating, review, take a screenshot, send it to us so we know exactly who you are and then once a week, every week on the podcast, we will announce a new winner. Don't forget to take a screenshot and send it to us so we know exactly who you are. We'll announce a new winner every week. You were just listening to the Accelerated Investor Podcast with Josh Cantwell. If you enjoyed this episode and learned something new, Help us build the AI community by leaving a review and five-star rating on our iTunes podcast channel. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode. To see passive investing opportunities, visit freelandventures.com passive. To start your journey toward the lifestyle you've always dreamed of with multifamily apartments, apply for one-on-one -on -one coaching with Josh at www.joshcantwellcoaching.com. <laughs>